Hello there. Hello. It's you look me. like a, a. You look like a. Like like a Cuban. A, uh, <laughs> the Cuban assassin fuck? number four. <laughs> no God. Why am I blanking, man? <laughs> oh, you look like a Cuban brisker brother. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who who can't obviously see me, I'm wearing a camouflage bandana because we were in the pool earlier and my hair looked all disheveled. So I'm like, all right, I'm putting on a, a bandana, brother. <laughs> Dude, how dope was uh, Velveteen's, like, Hogan slash... Prince Puma? Prince Puma, like, hybrid. Like, it was kind of blowing my mind because it's like, wait, he's he's doing Hogan mannerisms, but... He's wearing Puma tights, like uh, he was going all over the place, yeah. and I loved it. Yeah, it was. It, I, 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 I dug those tights because because when he came out, I'm like, wait a minute, I know those fucking tights. <laughs> I know yeah, those yeah, underground dude. tights. <laughs> Such a troll job. And then uh, I guess Lucha Underground premiered tonight, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. Have you been watching it or no? No, today was a premiere episode. I've, I, I'm so, so behind. Uh, I think. I started like season two, and just kind of fell off. I have not yeah. kept up with it. I have not kept up with it at all. Just there's just too much shit, you know. Yeah, and it's it's still good. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I'm okay. I'm okay if I don't see it. Yeah, I mean, I I think, you know, we 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 got a good first season. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would say the first two seasons are, are always have good memories, and then we actually went there live, um, and then TV. that's where I saw that's where I saw freaking Jeff Cobb for the first time in a dark match, and it's like just to see him turn into what he's turned into now, and then we get to see him live in under the New Japan banner in San Francisco is so dope, dude. Is he is he actually confirmed for a? Yeah, he's he's wrestling Goto, dude. Oh, nice. So I'm. Dude, I didn't. I didn't see that they announced more matches. I'm over the moon. So yeah, we get Hiromu Dragon Lee. Uh, and oh man, so I'm I'm over the moon right now. Like I was a little bitter that CEO and uh, Strong Style Evolved UK cards were like so money, but then. Now our card is like shaping up, and and I'm not jealous anymore. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, it's we like, got a good card too. Damn it! Yeah, no, seriously, I was really upset because I, you know, I'm sorry, but I think Golden Lovers versus uh, who was it again in Florida? I think it's Golden Lovers and somebody, and it's like, damn, I'd rather see Golden Lovers than Kenny versus Cody. Yeah, and I know that's crazy to some people who love Cody, but nah. Nah. You know, it's not my guy. No. I mean, look, I'm, I'm glad they're they're now. Oh, look, I'm watching uh, in the background. I'm watching uh, one of the uh, these cards that was was recently. Uh, I guess this was what what day was this? Saturday's card. Sunday's card. Oh, uh, Monday's card. So as soon as I looked up, Jeff Cobb was on the screen. Man, <laughs> it's the uh... oh, and just seeing him like on the undercards of these past shows on the Kazuna Road shows, just seeing Jeff Cobb just throw motherfuckers around, like just seeing him do his move set, 
on uh, Okada. So good. Still chaps my ass to see Michael Elgin and Jeff Cobb in the same ring, though. Why? I don't know. I You know, it's just that whole uh, Michael Elgin shit-talking during the... Uh, oh, you think... You know what, league. though? Honestly, is it just me, or does it seem like... And it, and it could just be a business move, but it's like, sometimes I feel like, is Michael Elgin, like, helping Jeff Cobb's career, or is he cock-blocking? You know what I mean? Like, as far as the New Japan side. I feel like a combination of both, but I'm kind of swaying towards more like a block, man. Because, I mean, Cause e- like, easily, man, easily I he swear could... to God. Go ahead. You know, I was thinking that, man... Jeff Cobb should be in the G1, but maybe next year. So, I mean, he look, need, he he definitely has to be in next year because they have to be impressed with what he could do. Sure, and I, and I think look, man, I, I think easily in that Domin- the Dominion card, I would have totally preferred Jeff Cobb over Michael Elgin, but you know me. <laughs> so much wrestling. Yeah, I'm just gonna ignore that. <laughs> I'm just gonna ignore that. I. I honestly like Elgin matches, you know, and and sure, I'm kind of ambivalent towards him, honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but see, but, but I'd rather watch <laughs> I'd rather watch Jeff Cobb than than Michael Elgin. I mean, well, who wouldn't though? Uh, he, Jeff. Well, Cobb's then, my then dude. how can you ignore yeah. my comment then? Because you're like, I'm going to ignore that when I was literally saying I prefer Cobb over Elgin. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, just because I, I've just heard you bitch on. Elgin so much. Uh, it, it's not a bitch. It's just, uh, it's just uh, my opinion. Fuck that guy. You don't like him. No, ne- never have. <laughs> Fuck him. Never have. I remember we were. I was thinking about that on the on the way home a uh, couple of days ago when we were at a PWG and Elgin was on the card and I kind of just turned my back and this I don't know some drunk fool sitting sitting next to us was like this guy doesn't like Big Mike like. Yeah, dude, get over it. <laughs> Stop what did so somebody much. say? Uh, you've seen what Michael Elgin looks like right now, then, without the uh, singlet? Yeah, he looks great. So somebody said on Twitter, it was pretty funny, he said, he looks like a creator wrestler when somebody tried to recreate Kurt Angle from memory. <laughs> so, and I think that's, that's totally oh, accurate. That's shit. kind of funny. And his moveset is like that, too, now. Now he's, like, kind of cruiserweight-ish. It's like, all right, you're doing jumping into gurries and flips and all sorts of shit. It's like, good for you, man. He's he's definitely trying to do a a more dynamic New Japan heavyweight style. I mean, look, he's there. He might as well, you know, learn a thing or two while he's there. Because who knows how long this tenure of his will last, but... They love him, man. It I seems guess. like they love him. You know? Yes. <laughs> Just a hater. It's okay. Fuck that guy. It's okay. He's a big penis looking guy. Um, <laughs> how you been? Uh, you finished up school, right? Dude, I'm on vacation now. Uh, you know how amazing that is? It's, it's pretty awesome. Like like tonight, you know, I came back from dinner. Uh, this other teacher friend wanted to, you know, get together with some other dude. And, uh, yeah, we had dinner in L.A., I get to come home late and not worry about sleep and uh and, and just stay it was up nice. rocket to the wheels yeah. fall off. Went up to LA early and saw Incredibles too at the El Capitan. Uh, no spoilers, but you did know. you enjoy it? 
I did. You know what? This is, sounds crazy, but I, I don't think I'm a Pixar guy. What? Like, I, I appreciate their movies, but I'm not gaga over their stuff. Wow. Like, I I go to see them, but I don't love them as, as much as, like, everybody else. Wow. I, I'm kind of speechless. <laughs> I love those yeah, movies. Yeah, I mean, I, I walked out. I was like, okay, that was good. Um, but I didn't love it. Is, is there one Pixar movie that you can think of that you, like... I guess uh, maybe Up or... Um, what about Wally? Wally's good. I like the commentary on that. But, uh, yeah, I would say Up or maybe Toy Story. Was it three or two? What's the, what's the heart wrencher one where... Um, where he's giving away the toys? Yeah. Three. Uh, was that two or three? That's three. Yeah, it's like, okay. But then all <laughs> Toy Stories are, are pretty solid. But, yeah. I would say Up is the one that like pulls the heartstrings the most for me. Oh man, yeah, the beginning of that movie is always like. Mm. Yeah, and then not to mention, I, I I am a fan of their shorts, for sure. Yeah, I do like their like shorts. all of them. All of them are money. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not gonna. I don't know. I, I I walked out of this like okay, that was nice. It was surreal though, because like it's the El Capitan in the middle of summer. All these like. It seemed like there were a lot of Jewish daycare schools really? that were going on a field trip. Interesting. And then not to mention, you know, families. And so none of the babies cried, but I heard so much babbling, especially when Jack Jack the baby is in the movie. Like anytime <laughs> he got screen time, anytime he got screen time, he went, like I heard babbling all over. It was like 4D and shit. It was like, it was crazy. You're and so then at immersed. one point I looked to my right and there was like this, like three year old just looking at me. Like you know, like little kids just tend to explore yeah, the whole like, aisle. Yeah, she was just kinda of standing next to me just looking at me. <laughs> and then I she crawled back in her aisle. <laughs> yeah, it was it was the craziest experience. What's up, dog? We cool? Okay, later. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. El Capitan, everyone. Um, is, is have you seen other movies there before? You know what? I wanna say I saw like maybe um What's that movie? Oh, Finding Nemo there a long time ago. Oh. I think. Nice. But, you know, I didn't see the whole, you know, pre-production and the live play or anything. Yeah. It was a long time ago, but I maybe not. I have no idea. Yeah, I can't remember. We saw something there, but I can't remember which of the movies it was. I almost feel like it was like Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, did you take, um, did I see that with you? Nightmare Before Christmas with you? You might have. Because I don't remember it being um, Home Slice. Huh. Or was it Coraline? Hmm. No, I don't think it was Coraline. We have so many memories together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you've taken Sophia there? I haven't yet. Oh. We haven't yet. She's at that age, though, huh? Yeah, I think she's primed and ready for it. Yeah, I mean, she likes going to the movies. Especially since we get the big, big thing of popcorn and she eats the shit out of out of it and doesn't really share. Oh, I will say inferior popcorn compared to uh, Arclight. Yeah. Infer- inferior popcorn, in my opinion. Um, it was like, huh, I'm, I'm kind of used to better quality, but whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, the uh, the whole card is up for G1 San Francisco. So oh, let me, you'll let me see if I can... check that out when you get a chance. Yeah, because I'd I, I put up the... Um... 
in my notes I'd put up the uh, what's up for the G1 and who's who's participating in that in the blocks. But I didn't realize they had the G1. Let me look here. Let's see. Oh yeah, they've added a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, so super exciting. And we'll have to we'll have to briefly go over this. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, this looks good. It's all there. Perfect. Yeah, this is I'm I'm excited for this. Super card, excited. Man. People are like, give me the goddamn card already. Well the show hasn't started yet, people, so relax. God damn it. <laughs> Dude, I'm looking at this now. First match has uh all the bullet club plus King Haku. Yeah. We get we get Haku, dude. That's amazing. That's cool as shit. So well, a lot yeah. of guys that poor Rocky. A... Poor Rocky or Ghetto Gato. Right. <laughs> they're 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 taken to that goozle to the throat and uh, a <laughs> chop to the throat. Perhaps yeah. even a a thrust kick and they're done. That's what I need to see. <laughs> I'm calling it now. It's funny because we're getting a lot of guys that haven't been over here yet. I mean, well, we get Chase, and I haven't seen Chase yet, and right? so I'm excited to see him. I like Chase, dude. Chase could go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Takahashi. We've had um, Gorillas of Destiny here. Uh, did we get Sho and Yo last time? Yeah, we did. They we opened did. against uh, SEU. Okay. Uh, Toriano and Ishii. Against Sabre and Suzuki, that's going to be uh... I like that team, goddammit. Well, I like seeing Zack Sabre Jr. going against Toriyama. Like, that's <laughs> that's comedy gold to me, and uh, that's going to be fun to me. And uh, they love them some Hangman Page, man. They, they, I think New Japan is high up on him. Well, he's in the G1, right? So Yeah, that's wild. Um Marty's girl, Hangman Page, taking on so, Kushida and Tanahashi. Yeah. I don't, all I know is I get Jeff Cobb underneath the New, New Japan banner. I'm super stoked. So I really I, am. I think this is kind of given a spoiler, though, because I'm haven't. i not all caught up on uh, on these shows on New Japan World, but it's saying Goto's putting up the open Neverweight title against Jeff Cobb. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. he's beaten Michael Elgin for that title back. Yeah, I, I think you should celebrate now. <laughs> <sighs> Come on, I'll celebrate even more if they actually put that title on fucking Jeff Cobb. Oh my God, could you imagine? Yes. <laughs> like, I, I I wish they would. I totally do. Um, yeah, I'm excited now. I'm back in business. I'm not going to be bitter about the, the CEO card anymore. <laughs> or the strong style evolved. It's like okay, all right, we have a good card. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll go. We'll definitely go. Yeah, we get King Haku, man. That's that's major to me. Have you ever seen King Haku? Probably back in the day in the WWE. Old, old yeah. WWE. That's some old Arena Hell show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn, you get Takahashi against Dragon Lee. God damn it, dude! Pure love right there, man. That's. Wow. No, no spoilers, but I might have something for you. I went, so on Saturday, oh on Saturday, my brother, um, who was in town from Austin, um, we went out to this, like, it was kind of like this w- weird hybrid, like, 
lucha libre slash car show slash art show kind of thing um, downtown. And, uh, you know, the Santino brothers was putting on the matches. So, like, you know, uh, uh, Brody King was there. Um, but it was cool. I think I enjoyed more the artwork. So, basically, they gave um, all the artists about, about three feet high the mask of... Those masks. The Mil Mascara masks, right? And so they basically had them paint over them and stuff, um, which was solid as fuck. Um, Could you buy those? Yeah. Yeah. Were they expensive? Really expensive. (laughs) Depending on the artist, they were really expensive. You know, they vary between like 300 bucks and like a couple grand. Um, But some of them were really nice. Um, I took a, a lot of pictures of those. Because um, they came out really dope. Um, well, shit, I would buy a blank one. Like, just the wooden one was dope to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There were some even, like, subtle ones that were just really solid. Um, so they had that. They had, like, photography. Um, you know, they had booths selling stuff. This guy who I was talking to for a while had, like, every mask. He had a Liger mask. He had uh, just everything. He had so much shit, it was hard to walk away from that guy. <laughs> was it, like, high quality? It was yeah. decent quality? Yeah. Oh, I took his, shit. I took his business card because, um, yeah, it was hard to walk away from him. His Liger mask was, was just legit. Like, did you not partake? Did you Did you do it? I bought some stuff. I didn't buy uh, the, the masks. Um, so I just haven't had any place to display them properly. They're all just sitting in the in the garage. So I just kind of bought, like, patches and pins and things but um like i said i of definitely course. i definitely took his card because i want to um i want to check out more of his shit because he just had like everything so where's he from he's here in la he's here oh, in la shit. yeah he that's showed awesome me, showing me pictures on his phone like him hanging out with liger and shit um <laughs> that's awesome i'm like damn <laughs> i don't usually keep that picture on my phone but i, I did too <laughs> Um, Did he stick his finger in your butt like a <laughs> bola? <laughs> no, he just gave me the shote. Um So yeah, it was kind of interesting. It was kind of cool. It was you know it was packed and you know the it was kind of a cool looking vibe because it was an, at a park, um, kind of closed off and, and things. And um, yeah, it was cool. Uh, the matches were just kind of there. You know, they're just kind of like I, I I'd almost say that the matches were kind of like secondary. You know, it wasn't anything right. kind of like spectacular or anything. Um, so wait, so Brody was Tyler Bateman there or no? Yes, as a matter of fact, he was. We, um, <laughs> my brother and I were walking around the uh, Mean Mascaras like um, you know art exhibit, and and he's walking around. My brother's kind of he's he lives in Austin, has like a bad guy mustache, and you know so does Tyler Bateman. So you know like they both kind of like looked at each other and kind of head nodded. And my brother, who's very vocal, he's like, Hey, nice mustache. Not knowing that he was a, you know, a wrestler or whatnot. I'm like, Oh no, that guy works, man. <laughs> but, uh, have you seen his promos? Tyler Bateman's promos? I haven't. I haven't really. He kills on the mic, man. He does really he? does. He's like, um, and Chupa Kick and I, we, we've decided that he is doing Daniel Day-Lewis's character in um, Gangs of New York. Oh, really? But he's kind of like, he's like that Daniel Day-Lewis and Jake the Snake kind of put together. Huh. And it's, 
It's pretty dope. He's, I'm I'm impressed with his mic work. Man. He's he's got a good look. He's tall. I can see him going where uh, somewhere. I mean, unfortunately, he's gonna have yeah, to change well, his name if he ever goes to the Fed because it's too close to Tyler Bate. But you know. Yeah, I know. Huh? <laughs> like damn. Um, but yeah, I mean, he lays his shit in. Does in, he? in hindsight, he lays his shit in. He definitely his shit looks snug. I just want to see more. I guess. Um. He does. He usually does what uh, like the AW, uh, AWS shows or um, the Santino Brothers shows. He does a couple of other places around here, right? Didn't he, Didn't you guys see him yeah. at PWG as well? Yeah. Okay, so he's getting around. That's good. Um. All right, man. All so, right. do we start off with Takeover? Yeah. Let me Let me hit the music. You are now listening to the Fighter Hayabusa Show. Welcome, everyone. I am Mascara de Fuego. And I'm Gray Puma. Thanks for listening, everyone. So we have had a buttload of wrestling and news going on. I think first and foremost, I think I kind of want to cover um, the news that came out today, which was the passing of Big Van Vader. Um Dying at the age of 63, I know that he's had a lot of health issues, uh, and I know that he had recently said that they they said he, they'd only given him, like, two years to live, so, you know, he was heavily shortchanged with that, but, um, you know, I was kind of doing some research for, for today, and, and had no idea that not only was he born in Linwood, but he was raised in Compton. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I'm like, damn, all right, look at Vader getting down, ghetto certified. Exactly. Now, seriously, do you remember like um, the first times that you that you were uh, familiar with uh, seeing Big Van Vader? It was always the the footage of him in Japan, mm-hmm. in that dope ass helmet, and um, yeah, it was always clips of his matches in Japan. Uh, and then he went to WCW, I want to say, and then you know, just like most great acts outside of the WWE, they they always come to the Fed, but then they don't dominate like you feel they should yeah you know what i mean yeah but yeah i, I remember definitely in the conversation as a top five big man and if anybody put him at the top arguable totally like yeah. justifiable yeah totally justifiable i remember seeing him you know because i i was heavily into, into collecting pro wrestling illustrated back in the early and mid 80s and you know always seeing you know pictures of this guy you know in japan with this crazy mask that looked kind of like I don't know. It was, at first, I thought always thought it looked like an elephant, but it was weird because it was like kind of very like alien the movie, um, and it would just kind of like you know spew you know smoke and stuff. And then he came over to uh, you know the WCW where he feuded with like Cactus Jack and and Sting and won the WCW title a couple times and the US title, um, which was probably his best run in the states because yeah his. His uh, WWE run was a little lackluster. I think he was there from like ninety six to ninety eight, um, but it was never anything um, to the degree of what it was in WCW and more so in Japan, where he obviously was, you know, a real big fucking deal and was the first, you know, gaijin to to win the IWGP title. So, yeah, it's crazy, man. He wasn't even that old. It's, it's a bummer, but yeah. you know, it sucks. Well, rest in peace, Vader. Yep, big ups, man. 
And then also, uh, I, I like the little tribute today for NXT. And they had uh, yeah. they had his little graphic superimposed, and then uh, the tweets going by on the timeline on the ticker tape. That was really dope. Yeah, I think that, that was, was a, a nice uh, homage. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, I I like the fact that they they kind of like, you know, semi interrupted your regularly scheduled scheduled program to you know give you the the update and stuff. Um, yeah, I thought that was nice. It was a it was a, it was a nice touch. Um, but yeah, let's rewind a little bit to. Uh, to NXT TakeOver Chicago, which, you know, it was... <laughs> I, I gotta love NXT for so many reasons, uh, most notably because the sh- these shows are just the perfect amount of time. Not too long, not too short, just just right, you know? And it just makes it... Yeah, well, it's like, for me, it's it's like NXT is, is the North American New Japan, you know? It's like... They focus on the wrestling. They don't insult your intelligence. And yeah, every match is, is of a high quality, but also a different flavor. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every match on that card for TakeOver offered something different, and it was really, really good. Yeah, so they started off with the um, with the tag team champions, uh, Undisputed Era, uh, taking on uh, Danny Burch and uh, Oni Lorcan, which I think this might have been their first TakeOver as a tag team. But um, man, crowd was really into this match, and it you know I I feel like it started a, a smidge clunky, but once they kind of got their like their uh, got their groove going, I thought this match was really fucking good. You talking about the opening tag match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's arguably the match of the night. I mean, if you know, it's like you can make a case for three or four of those matches of being match of the night, um, depending on what you prefer, you know? I mean, I know most people will say the street fight was match of the night. Um, A lot of people are saying Ricochet Velveteen was match of the night. And a lot of people say this, this tag match was match of the night. Like I, I, I liked all of them. Yeah. I can't, I, I, yeah, I was thinking about this before we came on, on, on which one I preferred over the others, but I, I really, can't call it. They 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 were all good for one reason or another. Um, but I, I'm glad that they started with the tag team match. I thought it was a pretty hot opener, and um, was really was really showcasing the kind of crowd we were going to get for the next two nights for sure. Oh my gosh! Um, and then I liked the Ricochet Velveteen match a lot. It it I thought it started off a little sketchy. I was it, like, you know what, yeah. Velveteen just seemed. Uh, like a half a step slower than Ricochet, but then uh, probably maybe twelve to fifteen minutes in, they they really gelled and then they created a masterpiece, you know. Yeah, yeah. I thought it started off a little clunk, just a little kind of off a little bit as well, but similar to the tag team match. But once they got going, I thought that they really did something else. Awesome. I, I do kind of like the callback at the beginning of the match um, with uh, Velveteen and, and Ricochet kind of doing the Hogan Rock kind of pose while the crowd chants for them. Um, I thought that was kind of dope. Yeah, it's it's funny, though. It was kind of like, uh, remember that meme that went around where it would play a sound snippet and it'd be like, oh, what do you hear? Like, I kept hearing Velveteen, and then Chupa Kick kept hearing Ricochet, and it was like, it was funny, <laughs> you know? I, th- I mean, I, I definitely heard both getting called out, so 
but um yeah man i thought it was good i thought you know it's it's it was look it, we already know that velveteen is proven to have some solid ass matches with a lot of dudes but um you know this was a pretty decent test for him because you know ricochet's top level and um dude could hang you know it was crazy yeah, he, I, I still say that he's still not not at that level yet, but... Um, but he's so young that he can be. He's so super over, though. Yeah. Like, you heard the Velveteen dream, uh, the Velveteen uh, chants during the uh, the Roman Reigns match. Oh, yeah. It was like, ugh. <laughs> Which was weird, because I didn't hear any Ricochet chants. I heard Velveteen chants. Yeah. Um, and then the women's match was so good. Uh, I, I really just, I tend to just watch just Nikki's mannerisms yeah. and how she fills space in between the moves and, and what she does. She's a master and uh, such a joy to watch. So that match was incredible, and, and I love the finish. Well, I mean, Nick, I wanted Nikki to win, but how she tapped out was yeah. like Well, she didn't even so tap out. Great. She just straight up passed out, which was yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, you know, it with, was, a <laughs> with a smile, with a smile, I liked it because it gave Shayna a, a different style of opponent that wasn't, I don't want to say typical, you know, because right now, you know, the, 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 the women in NXT do fit kind of like a certain criteria and Shayna's Shayna and Nikki are kind of like over here, you know, to the right over here that are just a little different, a little, their style's a little um, a little different, so I kind of like that they paired them up for this. And shit, man, I, I would like to see this match again, honestly. Yeah, and it, it, it was really tense at the end. Like, I, I really thought Nikki could pull it off, and, and that's a sign of a great match, you know? Yeah. So, before the, before the next match, we got a crowd sighting. We got called this. it. <laughs> you, yeah, you call, I, dude, I was you so called happy. It. You called this shit like a year ago, maybe yeah, like, about a year and a half ago. And and I he got a good reaction too, like yeah. Keith Lee got a really good reaction. Oh and, yeah, um, that was really nice. And uh, yeah, they could do so much. I mean, they could do the whole monsters team him up with the Dijak if they wanted to, but you know, I I don't know what they're gonna do with him. I I. I just want to see the dream matches or, or all the indie dream matches that we've already seen again. But on this you know? scale. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, he's a, um, he's a good addition, man. And, and like I said, you, you called it about a year, year and a half ago when we're sitting there in PWG and you were like, yeah, dude, they're, they'll sign this dude. And, and, and I, I was like, yeah, I can see it in five years. And you're like, nah, man, it'll happen way sooner than that <laughs> shit. I'm like, nope. So <laughs> do you think, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Peter. Yeah, I totally forgot. <laughs> Crap. It was something Keithley related. But, uh, yeah, I told... Oh, no, it was... Does he continue to do Bask in My Glory, even though it's it's kind of the root word of glorious, the the big entrance song? You uh, know, I, 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 I think he should. I mean, at least while he's in NXT. I guess that's his Adam Cole baby. Yeah. Channel. You know what I mean? Yeah. So taking it away from him now. I mean, you know, I'm sure he'll morph and find other things, but for now, you know, off the get go, yeah, I totally think he should use the that for sure. Is he still gonna have Pokemon on his gear? I don't know. You know, we'll see. 
No, he'll upgrade his characters. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think about this? Is the this is the intriguing one for me? What did you think about Lars and 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 Alistair Black? Um, I liked it. Like I, I didn't love it, but I liked it a lot, and I liked that there was a, almost a struggle of uh, him getting his moves off, you know. And then I liked Lars pretty much countering everything with power moves. It was, it was really well laid out as far as a, a big man, little man match is concerned. Um, and and I think always the best wrestling matches. And this is another reason why I think you and I both love NXT is that no matter who wins. Both people end up looking yeah, good. Everybody wins. And and Lars looked like a, a damn monster. And, and Alistair, you know, still looked like a formidable champion. You know, I thought the finish was really cool. And uh, they looked like they beat each other up, though. Yeah. I mean, I did cringe when, when Alistair um, missed the first black mass and Lars sold it. So I'm like, shit, don't sell it, don't sell it. Uh, and he totally sold it. Um, no, I thought he just kind of hit his arms. Was that what? It, like I thought he hit his arms, so I thought he he no, should have no, no. sold it. When, when I when, to me, what it looked like was that it, he totally had missed him. I mean, I'm hoping that he did connect, like you said, with his arms, because to me, it looked like he just completely missed him, and Lars just kind of sold it anyways. Um, yeah, I you know I thought it was a good test for Lars, um, on a grander scale. Um. I think I think you know he's improving, and I think he'll 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 you know he'll he'll be pretty decent on the main roster when he gets there. Um, but shit, man, I hate to say it, I think this might have been the weakest weakest match on this card. I mean, it had a lot to look up, you know, it had a lot of other matches to look up to, but I, it's probably the weakest of the whole card. Yeah, it's funny though. I would actually say that. Um... Cian Almas's title reign produced the better title defenses or title matches so far than than Alistair Black's. And as much as I love Alistair Black and, and I'm I'm such a big fan, but yeah, Almas's run has been a little more impressive as far as the match quality. And it, you can't blame him because it also differs with opponents with as opponents. well. But still, I mean, look, I, I thought this match was better than than like. When Rude had the title, yeah, I didn't like Rude's run at all. Yeah, I, I, I'm just not a fan, honestly. I, I, I think the match he had with, uh, with McIntyre was, you know, underwhelming much more than this was. And you know, I didn't. Li- it's not like I did not like this match. I just think on a card with everybody else on it, this was probably the, you know, the least. And what'd you think about the main event? Well, hold on. I was going to say, oh. and then compare uh, Cian Almas' match with, with Drew McIntyre. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it just goes to show that, like, <laughs> the right opponent with the right person can make pretty awesome matches. Um, yeah, the main event was brutal. That was That was a spectacle. It really was. But the finish was so brilliant. Like and you knew the the exposed wood would come into play, but that shit was like some M Night Shyamalan <laughs> shit near the end with the big ass twist. Like oh my god, just out of nowhere with the DDT on the wood. 
Yeah, and and you can't even complain because it totally made sense. It's like yeah. you knew it was coming, but you didn't know it was coming. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I I gave that shit a standing no. Um, just everything. Uh, it was so good. The storytelling in that is crazy. And and I tweeted that like, when you think about that that storytelling, and then also the story told with Golden Lovers and and Kenny, uh, and the Young Bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what real wrestling should be. Well, and 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 it just goes to show that you know, and I think we've mentioned this before that you know, just the simplicity of a story, just just keeping it simple and to the point, just does so much more than a story than having a convoluted. Because I mean, essentially, what we have here is these guys were friends, and then one turned on the other, and that was it. Yeah, you know? revenge. revenge. Revenge is always yep. a good motivator. <laughs> one one comes out, dresses Captain America. The other one has himself airbrushed as Thanos. I mean, what else can you ask for? So good. <laughs> yeah, I got to say, once once again, you know, NXT did it up. No complaints at all. That was a solid Dude, show. I, I cannot wait for NXT LA. Yeah, the Survivor Series. I, I, I can't, I'm, I'm assuming that's happening, right? Like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that, that that's going to happen, and I just, I, I, I can't wait to see what the vibe is like in the Staples Center for that. Yeah, and then we might get EO. We might have Keith Lee by that time. Um, I mean, Ricochet will probably many main eventing or have the title. I have no idea. Yeah, my gut says, my gut says that the next. Alistair Black title defense we get is against Ciampa. In Brooklyn. And he's going to lose. Like, yeah. Ciampa wins. I, I think they'll give it to Ciampa. You think, really? Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, he's the best heel on that show. Just a piece he of really shit. He really is. <laughs> yeah, no, he's... he's I don't know, man. I mean, but then they're like their main event scene is so good right now. They're so stacked because you have Gargano, you have Ricochet, you have Keith Lee coming in, you have freaking Adam Cole. Yeah, you know, and as just far as as far as good matches are concerned, you have all those like in between the mid card upper tier guys, like every member of Undisputed could go. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Lorcan could go. Danny Birch could go. Like, I, I'm curious to, and we'll get to we'll get to uh, NXT UK. But I'm wondering if they'll take some of these guys and and sprinkle them over there as well. As they should. It's just an opportunity for just interesting dream matches and and just good wrestling. And I think that's yeah. what the NXT. UK is going to be all about too. It's it's just high interest, good matches. I'm excited for that brand. I mean, these guys these guys are giving us more brands to to watch to further stop watching Raw and SmackDown, mostly Raw, and watch this dope shit because I I, I really can't wait for for this other brand to start up. When are they? Uh, when are those air next week or this week? So so they filmed Monday, Tuesday of this week, and then they air this coming Monday and Tuesday. 
Oh my god, dude! I cannot wait. Even though they spoiled everything already, I the, still can't. Wait. The only thing, the only thing I know is is the big spoiler with the tag team titles. Um, but yeah, they've announced that you know it'll be a new series, and that uh, they'll they'll have their own championship. So they'll have you know Pete Dunne as the champion, up to this point, um, you know, and then they're at a woman's title and a tag team title, and I guess they'll they'll be. Um, They'll be recording or uh, taping shows on July 28th and 29th, and then August 25th and 26th, October 13th and 14th, and then November 24th and the 25th. So, I mean, that looks like a pretty decent schedule to carry us through the rest of the year. So, to me, that sounds like they're they're ready to go with the TV show. And not only that, it's like, are they going to have specials as well, or are they just going to be put in the... Uh... The regular NXT pay-per-view, I mean, uh, I imagine they're going to have NXT UK TakeOver, you know? I, I'm assuming that they'll have their own, and they might even give it a different name than TakeOver. Um, but, I, you know, and, and I've mentioned this before, and I, I, I'm kind of even pulling for it now, more so now, but I would love to have, like, one, one special a year where it's they mix, you know, the UK brand this NXT and 205 Live and just have, like, a super clash thing, man, because I, th- I think there's money to be made with that amount of, like, dope talent. Because, I mean, 205 Live right now hasn't been on Raw in months. Hasn't been on... It's, it won't get on a pay-per-view anymore because of the fact that now they're dual-branded. So I, I think this is the perfect time to kind of acclimate these guys um, with the NXT brands and let them go on those, you know, specials. And it's good for Raw, man, because, uh, you know, if I was on the Raw roster, I don't want to see Buddy Murphy and Hideo Tommy showing me up every week. Well, and you don't want... Seriously, dude. Yeah, right? I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want those guys working on those shows just because, you know, I don't want Raw crowds shitting on them when they're putting on amazing matches. But the funny thing is, though, they... Because it's the casual fan base... They're still earning their little pop and their their standing ovations. Like this this three way last night was money, and, yeah. and they got they got a lot of love too. Yeah, I they you know it's it's funny because um, you know that Spanish fly off the off the uh, announce table. You know, as, as crazy as it seemed, I'm like you know, I mean this is this is this is what's keeping this brand alive is the fact that these guys are willing to take these risks because they got to stand out. There's a lot of shit on, on on. There's a lot of wrestling going on between New Japan, you know, and the, you know everything in the states and Ring of Honor and WWE. So those guys have to stand out one way or another. So if it's a fucking Spanish fly off a announce table, then <laughs> so be it. <laughs> I, I think it was more like okay, we this is something we could do, but it's like eh, the match was good without it, honestly. Like even the Ricochet Velveteen match. If he didn't do the uh, the suplex of the outside, oh. match is still going to be fine. Because I yeah, those are those moments where it's like, oh man, now you're like making me worry about your health. So it's <laughs> like, and I think I tweeted that it's like, fuck man, we don't have to go full Osprey and and break our necks and yeah. shit. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but they seemed okay afterwards. Yeah. But yeah, that match was really good. Yeah. It's and I and I thought the finish was dope too. That's kind of clever. Yeah, you know it's 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 the brand that that you know has week in and week out has that one solid match 
most notably with Buddy Murphy, you know, and, you know, I I want them to get more shine. I want them to get more, um, more eyes on on that show because I, it's shortened to the point and it's even shorter than NXT and, you know, it's got maybe possibly two matches and they're off to the races. So I I don't know. Yeah, it seems like it's only like 40 to 50 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that, that means changing schedules or putting on before SmackDown. I don't know, but I, I, I definitely think that something needs to be at least tweaked with that show. So, it you know, I mean, mind you, it did get a pretty decent reaction last night. So maybe it's it's doing the, doing what it needs to do, but I just want so much more people to watch that goddamn show. <laughs> I want those wrestlers to have a payday. <laughs> now, uh, I'm assuming that you and Chupa watched uh, Money in the Bank. Begrudgingly. Begrudgingly, yeah. I, I, um... Yeah, I... I mean, it was I, rough, man. I mean, I, I, do, I, I do have to say that I did enjoy the women's Money in the Bank match. Um, I enjoyed the Nakamura-AJ um, match. And I did, you know, and I did enjoy the men's um, Money in the Bank match. And honestly, I'm not going to lie, I enjoyed Ronda and Nia. I thought Ronda did a, a, another solid job, um... And sold her ass off. You know what? Her her matches offer something totally different than anybody going right now. Only because there's something there's something off because she's still green, mm-hmm. but because she has such a high MMA pedigree as far as what she's accomplished. Yeah. There's just this weird added element to her matches, man. It's weird and and it's a joy to watch. It really is. It's like yeah, it's not so fluid like a regular professional wrestling match, right? It's yeah. like there's a grittiness involved, and uh, they just work for whatever reason. And I, I don't know who's laying them out, but uh, the way they're done is just really entertaining. I was I was really surprised on how well she was not only bumping but selling. Like for somebody who's like, you know, two matches in, like. I thought her bumping and selling for Nia was pretty good. I was impressed. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like when she fell out of the ring? Yeah. She fell out of the ring that one time. It was brutal. And then when she gets uh, swung into the wall, I was like, holy shit. And like, she took it like a champ yeah. and sold the hell out of it. So. And I, and I did like what they did with her. It's Honestly, the only thing I liked on Raw was, was the opening segment with her just fucking you know, fucking coming out, storming out, and fucking beating ass. You know? And then fucking up Kurt Angle, too. Fucking up Kurt Angle, uh, putting, uh, you know, Bliss through a table. Like, I thought, you know, I thought that was the best segment of the show, and and honestly, the only thing that mattered on that show. Um, So, yeah, I I was impressed, man. So, yeah, for me, like I said, um, in regards to Money in the Bank, I I enjoyed the two Money in the Bank matches and uh, Nia versus Ronda. Um... But that was pretty much about it. <laughs> you know? I would say, though, I, I would say the Women's Money in the Bank match was, for, my, for me, match sure. of the night. I just, that thing was so entertaining, man. That yeah. really was. It, and, on, and I wrote, The girls I, brought it. I wrote in my notes that five, I, five minutes in, and it's already better than last year's Money in the Bank match. 
you know, seriously, I, I, I think really good. Sasha bumped fucking hard on hard for the match. Uh, Ember Moon, um, you know, Lana was kept kind of short, luckily, but uh, you know, Becky, you know, she's so over though. Yeah, yeah, it's still. It it still mystifies me how uh, how she's super over, but you know, you know. I mean, she works matches. She, she basically has the skill level of uh, what was Homegirl with the red hair. Um, for uh, that, that was there a couple years back. I've already like blocked her out of my brain. Oh, the one on uh, Eva Marie. That was on the show. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, oh man, I hate to ask, but. But she pop locks though, dude. But she pop locks, so I, I can't hate on that. <laughs> exactly. How was uh, how was Chupa during the uh, Carmela Oscar match? Oh man, horrible! Like, like yeah, she she hated it, and that was excruciating for me, for her, and for me, and because you know we like Oscar a lot, and. Um, Especially just the swerve, you know what I mean? It's like really, Ellsworth. It's like, um, you know, I wish him the best and and good for him for for uh, you know getting paid and having this gig. But it's it's gonna it's already run its course, or at least not. Don't do it with us. Well, it's like I, Jesus Christ. I, I'm glad the guys. You have arguably a top five women's worker. I mean, I'm glad the guy's back. I think that her her act was missing something, and I think bringing him back, is, it was smart. The part that annoyed the shit out of me is, you know, they have him come out in, in the Oscar get-up, and, you know, she's just... Oscar's just kind of, like, looking dumbfounded. You know, not attacking, just kind of like, whoa, and just kind of just playing so dumb. And then, you know, he reveals it's, it's Ellsworth, and she's still kind of just... Staringly, like confused, like that just bugged the shit yeah, out of me. Yeah, it was just an awkward segment. Yeah, um, I don't think it's her fault though. No, it's not it, her. It's, it's how like, it was booked. Um, yeah, it's just weird. Did um, and I'm not gonna lie, like was super wishful thinking, like a full mark. I, I was like, oh, could that be EO? Like, <laughs> would they be that smart to? No. To fly her out in uh, 18 Absolutely hours? Absolutely not. And get her up. That's way too much wishful <laughs> thinking, right? Like, oh, man. What, uh, That's not the WWE way. No, of course not. And, 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 and especially because, you know, they're, they're, their thinking is nobody knows her, so why would we do that? You know, as opposed to, like, you know, planting seeds of, like, oh, my God, this is so-and-so, and then, and then build backwards, you know? Um. Well, I think the last big uh, surprise was uh, was AJ. Yep, that was the last one. And I mean, and smartly they did it huh. at a, at one of the big shows. So you know, you had a lot of smart fans that knew who the fuck that was. Speaking of, did did you enjoy the that Nakamura um, AJ match? Um. Yeah, that was nuts. That I thought was it was nuts. their best uh, WWE I, match. I did. I liked it. Yeah, it's. I'm sorry, but I I think anybody who's anybody who's, who's watched him wrestling in New Japan knows that they still haven't reached that level yet. Yeah. 
you know. Um, but this match was crazy. I'll say that a, a lot of bells and whistles as far as uh, the gimmicks on the outside, and I thought the finish was pretty dope. I mean that that seemed to me that I feel like AJ decided that finish. Like, oh, I think it'd be cool if uh, you know I do a springboard to the outside. Like that just <laughs> nutshot had his springboard <laughs> fingerprint. Yeah, no, I yeah. And, and that was perfect. And so I hope they're done though. Well, yeah, I think. But I think... that being said, it's like. When do you put the title on Shinsuke, though? Or do you? Well, I, I, I definitely think that, you know, I thought that they were going to pull the trigger with putting it on, on Shinsuke, but then, you know, finding out that AJ's on the cover of the video game, I'm like, oh, okay, I can see why they kept him on, kept the title on him. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me that they kept the title on AJ for now, um, solely on the fact that he's the cover of the video game. You know, I, I think that yeah, you know, they go back to. I think they they will go back to that match. You know, uh, AJ will do his match with Rusev at Extreme Rules, but you know, I can see them going back to um, Shinsuke and AJ. Maybe not in the next two pay per views, but maybe like three, four pay per views down the road, closer to the end of the year. Do you think uh, Rusev is going to win? No, I think it'll be a dope match, but I don't think he'll win. I think they're just building up hmm. AJ's AJ's um, you know AJ's run. I don't think AJ's losing the title until at the earliest, maybe the Royal Rumble. Really? Yeah, I don't see him losing it any time before that. I mean, I would love to see. Well, like, I definitely want to see that match, man. Yeah, I I think Rusev and AJ will be a dope match. You know, but I mean, we still have to see AJ and Joe, AJ and Brian. I want to see, yes, yeah, AJ Almas. Like, yep. They could just interchange like those five or six wrestlers, and, mm-hmm. and I'll be happy for no reason. Like they, seriously, if if it was up to me, they'd be doing a round robin tournament. Honestly, you know, <laughs> doing their own mini G one. Why not, man? It's like. <laughs> The Smack One I would so tune tournament. in for that, just for good wrestling. <laughs> um, yeah. SmackDown 6 style. Just have... Yeah. Shit, they could do it just a bunch of six-man tags, and I'll be happy. Did you watch the um, the gauntlet match on, on Tuesday? I only saw clips of it. They, um, I enjoyed it, man. Like, that's my highlight of, the, of, the, of SmackDown. I like the way that they did it. I thought... Um, Brian and uh, Biggie had a decent match, and then Brian, obviously, and Joe. And I like how you know they they did the the finish with Joe there, where Joe had the the clutch on outside the ring, and was watching the ref to kind of watch the the count. And then you know uh, Brian came back and got in the ring actually before uh, Joe did. So I thought that was a cool move. Uh, <laughs> And, and I even liked what they did with the Bludgeon Brothers in regards to Daniel Bryan and just kind of, like, still keeping Miz and Bryan alive still, but not teasing it and giving you just a little bit of it, but not giving it to you just yet, because I think they're saving that for, you know, right. obviously a bigger show. And um, and part of the beginning part of Miz and Rusev was a little slow, but I think towards the end I thought it picked up. So, yeah, I, I got to say I really enjoyed um I really enjoyed that gauntlet. 
they've they've had a decent run with gauntlet matches uh, in in the last like year between this one and the one that they did on Raw with uh, with Rollins. Yeah. Well, they they have the roster to do it, man. They really do. And I you know, I hope Big E gets more shine. Yeah. He's good. I think so too. I think so too. Um like Big E, he could do a slew of dream matches too. Big E versus Joe, Big E versus Bro- you know. Yeah, I don't think I'd need, want to see them all. I don't think you need to break break up New Day. I just think that they need to you know, branch them off a little bit, you know, let them, let Biggie kind of move himself up to, you know, the main event, you know, uh, the heavyweight title um, scene, and then maybe have like Kofi and, uh, Kofi and Xavier Woods kind of just, you know, linger around the U.S. title scene. And I thought, I did think it was a stroke of genius to have Kofi in the latter match though. He's, that's his forte. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely since, you know that big moment for Vider. Especially with knowing that they were saving Big E for Tuesday to do the gauntlet match. Now, did you uh, did you hear early on on Tuesday about Big Cass? Yeah, that came out that's of trippy. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I heard those rumblings about him uh, just doing some locker room faux pas and. Acting an ass on the European tour, and I guess that was enough. Yeah, I mean, look, I wasn't a fan of the guy, and, and quite honestly, like, you know, like the fact that, you know, they gave him a Daniel Bryan feud for his first big feud. You know, I don't know. I, I, I he was definitely a, a guy I can I could have seen them push, but I was kind of shocked that it all ended the way it did. I guess. I don't know. It to be yeah. Well, it's it's like they didn't even give him a chance to run without uh, Enzo. You know what I mean? Yeah. But to turn him, I don't know. I just felt like they they turned him heel too soon. Yeah. Well, because he was him, liked. Yeah, they turned him heel. I think he feuded with Big Show last year, right? And then he got injured. He disappeared, and then he just came back recently um, to feud with Brian, and then that was it. You can't feud with Brian. Like, what they should have done with him is what they, you know, what they do with these guys that are either brand new or, or coming up. You, you feed them some some enhancement talent and kind of build them up that way. You know. Yeah, but again, against Brian, no. Brian no. needs to be. He's so good that you have to be a mega heel to uh, even withstand. You know, just everything that's involved. You know what I mean? Like, well, and let's he's be, too good. And let's be People honest. People love Daniel Bryan. I don't, I don't know how long we have Daniel Bryan for. You know, it could all end in an instant. So get those dream My matches out of the way. My feels like, is it just me or does it seem like uh, since his contract ends September 1st, like, I feel like he wants to just kind of like, not necessarily do a Cody but he, he wants to, like, just wrestle the best in the world all over. Not for necessarily titles, but just just interesting matchups for him. Yeah. Where it's not about this dumb, 
WWE storylines or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think he just wants to wrestle. I don't know if he would do it. You know, it, I, I think we talked, spoke about this last week where will he leave his daughter, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's definitely a, 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 a longer schedule to go out and wrestle in Japan and wrestle, you know, around the country. But you might be on to something, man. I, you know, like he gets his dream matches out of the way before September. You know, he wrestles Joe. You know, hopefully he can wrestle AJ. You know, get a couple of these matches out of the way. And look, if he left, would I be surprised? No. I can completely see him, you know, trying to do, you know, dream matches and, you know, coming back to PWG for a hot second, Ring of Honor, just, yeah, like you said, like like a Cody schedule, you know, where he doesn't sign with anybody, like, solid just yet, but he kind of, you know, works with everybody. And then, uh, I don't know if you heard his uh, appearance on the Jericho podcast, but Jericho asked him, so uh, are you all in since your contract ends September 1st? And he was like... <laughs> Well, I don't know. Does that mean my contract ends 12 a.m. or 12 a.m. the next night? You know what I mean? Yeah, like when specifically on, so I thought that was interesting. on September 1st is my contract done? Like what is the date? And so I thought that was interesting that he said that. And uh, that would be amazing, though. So I did see today that the All In Twitter account posted that they're going to find a way to stream that show so so more eyes get to see that show I'm just looking forward to the matches and they probably won't announce those until mid-August or something you know do you think they'll I'm just curious on how they I mean do you think it'll be like the Ring of Honor streaming service or do you think they'll actually like try to put it on pay-per-view maybe I don't know yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, considering it's a a Ring of Honor deal, it's probably just going to be for their Honor Club, maybe. Damn it. Just when I wasn't trying to sign up for another and service. <laughs> I know. Well, if anything, uh, best case scenario would be Fight TV. Then you just straight up pay for it. So we'll see. As a one shot, yeah. 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 I definitely want to see that uh, show. But, you know, I, I don't hear any complaints. I don't hear any complaints about, about the Ring of Honor service. I haven't heard any. Anyways. Really? I hear everybody complaining about Evolve service, WWN, but not, not Ring of Honor. Well, I, <clears throat> I know Ring of Honor's had their slew of issues prior to this thing with, you know, when they first, you know, were doing streaming. But I'm, I'm hoping that now they've worked out all those kinks over the years. And then, uh, yeah, uh, you know, look, if they put that show on, 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 on their service, yeah, I'll get it. Fuck it. <laughs> exactly. Did you, um, did you watch tonight's NXT? I did. I did. That, uh, I, I, I enjoyed that. Dude, uh, why is War Machine just like in Major League? Well, I'm getting the, the Major League reaction. I mean, mind you, they're in Chicago, but Jesus Christ, man, they, uh. They put on a, a, a decent TV match between them and the Mighty, and uh, that crowd was just so fucking into them. It's solid. And then Hanson, he, he's like, he has so much presence, and it's like... Um, yeah, he's a good hot tag. Oh, man. He's a good fucking he hot really tag. He really is. 
Um, his moveset is like so fun. The cartwheel and shit. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want them to uh, to get moved up too fast. I, w- I want them to get a decent run in uh, in NXT before they start moving them up to the uh, the the clown league on uh, on Raw. No, no kidding. Well, I mean, just imagine all their dream matches just for NXT. Like, them versus Undisputed, I'm waiting for that. Them for or Undisputed, even Mustache Mountain. Ma- Mustache Mountain. I mean, you know, even Birch and uh, Birch and Lorcan. Yeah. That's solid, man. I, so, I'm, I'm really... You know, and they already beat my boys, Heavy Machinery. <laughs> <laughs> Stakes and weights. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I thought they had a good showing tonight. Um, what was the other match that was on there? Dakota, Dakota Kai and... Um, and uh, who did Dakota Kai wrestle tonight? Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. Um, she, looked, she looked a little nervous to start, but I thought she looked... I think, I think she... she at the end of the match, she looked uh, more confident. Nervous at the beginning, but confident at the end. But I think that was probably the biggest stage that Bianca Belair, Belair has, has wrestled on, I think. Because I don't think she's done any other, like, you know, takeovers or before takeover matches. I don't know. I think she's got something, man. I, th- I think she'll be dope. Yeah. And then, uh, well, the fact that she does a, a 450 yeah, from the top, that's impressive. And, and she does it really well. and uh, But even Dakota, though. Dakota's a natural, though. Mm-hmm. She looks really comfortable. Yeah, she's a good, she's a good, she's a, she fills that void that, what Bailey used to be, I guess. Like, just that wholesome, like, um, character that you want to, that you actually want to root for. Well, I, and I feel like Candice LeRae could totally be in that role, too. So it's like, when do they give her some time? I'm hoping now that the crowd loves her. I'm hoping now that that uh, you know that Gargano and and Ciampa is done, at least done for now. I'm hopefully they'll. I mean, and look, they might be announcing a, another um, May Young Classic soon, so she might be part of that as well. So I think Who's that? that? Uh, the May Young Classic for uh, Candice LeRae. Oh, Candice LeRae. Yep. I can see them going a little farther with her this oh, time. Man. Yeah, but then it's like, you still want to see Tony Storm go further. Oh, gosh. So conflicting, because might... I like a lot of women wrestlers in that thing. <laughs> she might be, uh, I don't know, man. She might be exclusive to NXT UK. They might be building you know, their women's division around her, which I'm okay with. I'm also... Who books that show, man? I don't know, man. I, didn't you ask me that? Like, uh, I think I did on text a couple it be days ago. Just, yeah, it would probably be, I mean, you would think it would be Regal and Brookside, but then I was thinking maybe Smallman from Progress. Yeah. You know? Because they're not, I mean, it's you know, they've scattered these shows well enough to where, you know, it wouldn't conflict with Progress or anything. I mean, there's two dates in July, two dates in August, two dates in October, and two dates in November. So they've, you know, in, in those you can tape, what, four four shows? Yeah, they get about three to four weeks worth. Yeah. 
right? So, yeah, I, that's that's a good point. Uh, <clears throat> as long as they keep it away from <laughs> most of these Westerners over here, I, I think... I don't know. I, I, I feel like a show in the UK needs to bo be booked by someone in the UK. It'll just come off weird, you know, being but, uh, booked by guys here. Yeah. And so you you keep it strictly UK there, right? Like yeah. you don't... You don't throw any uh, North American wrestlers in there for... I mean, I think I just would. Just for variety, or do you keep it all UK? No, I would throw, like, if look, if they move Lorkin and Birch over there, I'd be okay with that, and have Birch, or I'm sorry, Lorkin work over there. I think you need to sprinkle at least one or two guys in there, but that's pretty much about it. Everybody else should be UK-based. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I mean, that's my, quote-unquote, professional opinion. <laughs> We are professionals, man. Come on. Damn it. <laughs> We're professional. So, uh, do we get into the G1? Or do you want to save that for later? Well, I, we should at least cover what the blocks are um, and who's in the blocks. Now, the, the tournament, from what it sounds like, starts on July 14th and runs to August 12th. And all 19 shows will be on New Japan War World and will have Japanese and will have um, English commentary. So they, they're really um, they're really putting a full effort this year um, to make sure that everything gets translated for the for for us North Americans. Because <clears throat> I know last year was kind of a mix. You know, some shows were, were, were broadcast in English and some weren't. But this year, the entire the entire series will be in English. Um, but yeah, we can go through the blocks really quick just to kind of announce who's on there. Um, it looks like uh, the A Block has uh, Makabe, Elgin, uh, Tanahashi, Okada, White, Yoshihashi, Bad Luck Fale, Adam Page, Evil, uh, Minoru Suzuki. So there's uh, there's some decent names <laughs> to say Did the Did you least. already say Jay White? Yeah. In the A Block. Um, so who's your finalist coming up at A Block? Who's my finalist coming do out of Do you go with game? Chalk? Do you just say Okada? Or or do you think you have a dark horse? I mean, so I'm going with either Okada or I think... God, I would really love to see Suzuki come out of that. Yeah, I, I think uh, left field, you know, left field pick for me would be evil, but then they'll probably go with Okada. Coming out of the A block. Yeah. And then the B block. And then... Um, B block is interesting. God, I don't know, man. <laughs> B block is a fucking shark tank. Like, basically, I was looking at uh, the whole schedule and the matches, and I want to see every night of B block. Every night has, like, just anybody versus anybody is a dream match for me. Yeah. Yeah, some of you the matches... You know what I mean? And I like Yano, so I'm not going to be one of those fans that complains about Yano matches. I love his matches. Yeah. And I have, like, fucking Yano versus Oak, Omega circled. I have Yano versus um, Sonata circled, considering what happened last year. <laughs> uh, I love the B-block, man. It's, it's going to be bananas. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Because in my mind, I want Naito to get a title shot at Wrestle Kingdom and then win it at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm -hmm. But I have no idea. 
I have no idea. So uh, so B block B block has uh, Juice Robinson, Goto, Ishi, Yano, Tamatanga, Sonata, Naito, uh, Zack Saber Jr., Kenny Omega, and Kota Ibushi. I mean that's and Goto. Did you say Goto already? I did. Okay. Yeah, man, that's a know. Shark Tank. I can um, I can see. I uh, like everybody in that block. I don't know. For some, I like. I think it's it's too soon to go to Ibushi and Omega, but I I, I think something starts here in the G one. Rather, Kota gets a, a a win over Kenny, or they go with Ibushi winning winning the G one. I don't know, man. But there's there's this this is definitely the beginning of something. I, I think the Golden Lovers well, are short, are going to definitely be short lived. Oh man, that's too bad. Um, I think I don't know. They could possibly do Ibushi Omega at King of Pro Wrestling, um, the major card after this. And Ibushi does not win the G One, and maybe Naito wins uh, this block to face either Okada or Evil. Um, that would be interesting. Naito versus Evil in the final. Yeah. I don't know if that would draw, though, as much as Naito Okada or even any one of the Golden Lovers versus Okada. Um, really interesting. I mean, that's kind of... But, I mean, I think the bottom line is what is the biggest Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom main event? Is it Omega Ibushi or... Omega. Do you somehow get the title on Okada again and they have him defend against uh, Naito again? Or does Naito gain the title between now and Wrestle Kingdom and he defends against Okada? Like they did that a few times with uh, uh, Okada and Tanahashi. So, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> There's a lot. And isn't that a good problem to have, though? Yeah, I mean, it's a great problem for them to have having so many scenarios. Of, of what could headline their biggest show, which is kind of amazing. It's going to be... So who would you like to see at a B-block? I mean, pretty much what you... Same, same guys you were saying, you know, Naito. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if Abushi wins it, but I can see Abushi getting a win over Omega, setting up that, that match for after the G1. Um, yeah, I don't know, because could they, could you go with Naito twice, back-to-back, back-to-back G1s? I mean, I'm sure they could. Yeah, I don't think anybody in Japan would have a problem with it. I wouldn't have a problem with it. No. Um, you know? Like you said, it's a good problem to have. So as a, okay, let's say we're going full mark, like dreams do come true shit. Like you said, you would like to see uh, Suzuki come out of uh, A block. So as a full mark, who would you want to come out of B block? To take on, if, if it was Suzuki out of A? Um, shit, man. <laughs> I mean, Suzuki versus Zack Sabre Jr.? I knew you were going to say that because that's what I want to say. I mean, that, exactly. fuck, man. I mean, that's that's a fucking, like, there's a fucking high-caliber match to, to end 
the G1. Like, that would be fucking dope. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I hear you. I mean, they'd just beat um, the shit out of each other. I'm okay with that match. <laughs> yeah, I, I think for me, uh, just on some full mark shit, it, it would be Evil versus Naito. Yeah. And then, you know me, dude. I have no problem with Ishii winning everything. Every title in the universe, I'll be happy. Just put it on Ishii, goddammit. You know? I'm, exactly. I, I'm assuming uh, we, we know but, uh, who uh, Chupa's going with uh, for B-Block. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not all the way. With uh, with Tamatanga and Ibushi coming in that close second and third. Um <laughs> But yeah, that, that for her, that's the hunk block. <laughs> the hunk that's block. That's the hot dude block. <laughs> and uh, that's all oh, there is to it. Shit. And it's funny, though. Like, for real, for real. Like, let's say I just didn't have time and uh, I had to skip a block. I would have no problem skipping like 80% of the A block and just watching the B block. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like that they've kind of given know? you the schedule already. Um, so you know what you're getting right off the bat. So, you know, it, it'll be, you know, so that way at least you can cherry pick what you want to see. You know, I mean, there, there are some matches in A block I definitely want to see. I, I mean, right off the bat, Tanahashi and, and Suzuki, I definitely want to see. Um, oh, I'm going to watch all Suzuki matches, and I'm going to watch all Evil matches for sure. Um, evil and Elegant, I mean... Yeah, they, they definitely have a. Slew. And then, ooh, a little chaos battle. Just Jay White and Okada going at it mm-hmm. is going to be interesting. Yeah, this is going to be a good tournament. Which is funny because I, I, I just I feel like we just finished last year's G One. I can't believe like G One's already here again. I know. Well, it's crazy. I was just talking about it. Uh, July fourteenth, first date. First G one date we get Jay White uh, Okada. Yep. Right off the bat, God, that's <laughs> that's right around the corner. This year, oh, this year felt like January dragged ass, and then the rest of the year has just kind of went through like fast forward. What you thought that was five stars? Here's another match, and here's another like, match. All right, pro and wrestling here's another gods. One. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this one involves midgets. Like. <laughs> They're they're not fucking around. Yeah, I, I, I can't even I can't even imagine what our uh, best of uh, twenty eighteen matches looks like at the end of this year. You know what's there's so much frequency that I um, I'm having trouble like keeping up with my list. I'm you know I'm, what I mean? Yeah, I'm definitely keeping it as updated as I I, I possibly can. Because I, I want it to be uh, <laughs> a good talking point at the end of the year. Because there's been this year has been solid for, for, uh, for matches. So yeah, um, I don't know. Let me know if uh, we could even do an emergency Tuesday podcast for the UK tournament. You know what I mean? Sure. So maybe we'll instead of recording on Wednesday, maybe we can record on Tuesday, um, or just do one solely on the UK tournament the two days. Because I'll definitely be watching that and not watching Raw and SmackDown for sure. Oh, man. that's I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm pumped for this thing, and I'm pumped for the brand. So, 
and and the buzz right now, everyone's just going crazy over it at the tapings. Really? You know? Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> yeah. So let's wrap it up. And uh, so yeah, next time we you will hear from us, we will be covering the UK tournament slash NXT UK. Um, we're the the like I said, the only spoilers we're giving out is, is the one that at least I know, which is the tag team one. Everything else, I'm going in fresh and trying to stay off the interwebs in regards to that because I just want to just watch it as a fan. Exactly. All right. Until until next week, I am Mascara de Fuego, and I'm Grade Puma. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>